On this episode of Sapa Chats Boxing, we're going to take a peek back at Tim Zhu's first title defense against Mendoza down under this past Saturday. Also, Charlo, is he done with 154? We're also going to take a look at PBC looking for a new home. Showtime says no more boxing or MMA. Really sad day for the sport, in my opinion. All this and so much more on this episode of Sapa Chats Boxing. So guys, strap in. And girls, thank you for letting us into your ears. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sap and Chance. I'm your host, Bobby Sampson. Beside me, as always, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, buddy? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. Happy Thursday, my friend. Here we are. Uh, I call this Friday Eve. Um, yeah. Weekend is coming, so everything is beautiful. Uh, we do have fights this weekend, but nothing really major. It's kind of... Nothing major, you know, no. I like to call this the filler week, right? But these filler weeks give us some big surprises of some great highlights. So, yeah, let's you know, let's let's uh, see what we got coming this weekend. But brother man, Tim Zhu, first title defense against Mendoza down under. Let's talk about it, man. You ready? Go. Let's get this thing going. All right, man. Uh, your thoughts on the fight? Uh, Mendoza, I thought he had the you know first six rounds. Um, seventh round though, then Tim Zoo turned it up. You could see Tim Zoo the first six rounds stalking him, feeling out, trying to get his timing. But Mendoza was winning the fight, I thought, the first half of it. And the seventh round, he had that triple uppercut. Um, Tim Zoo on Mendoza that rocked him big time that changed the whole fight. Yeah, and then yeah. round 10, those three, those right hands, he's clubbing them, hitting them. The ref was considering stopping the fight in the 10th round. 12th round happens, the doctor checks him out. Mendoza was game to fight. Mendoza's a warrior. He took a heck of a beating, but he held his own. I mean, unanimous decision for um, Tim Zhu, which is the right call, but it was a good fight. And Zhu hits hard, and Mendoza's a warrior. So hats off to him on that performance. Took a no, lot of shots. Most no, guys would have went down. 100%. So Tim Zhu, I mean, he did what he was supposed to do, but I think he was more challenged in this one. I mean, Mendoza is nothing to laugh about or joke about, right? Plus, he came in with the chip on his shoulder in this fight, right? Mm -hmm. No one was giving him any credit. I mean, I'll agree with you. Going, Massive underdog, too. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Going into the seventh round, I mean, I believe it was 3-3, right? Like, they gave three of the rounds to do, but I mean, um, I wouldn't disagree. I had, I had uh, Brian win the fight by then. He was way busier for those rounds, but it was close. I thought at 4-2, but you could say 3-3, three, three, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you could see that he he was trying to be very aggressive, and he shocked him a little bit. Like, I mean, he changed. I think he changed Tim's plan a little bit. To be fair, he mm -hmm. kind of gained his respect. Um, it, yeah. That's the way I see that first half of the fight playing out. I mean, I'll be honest. I thought Tim was going to finish him off much quicker earlier. You know, just based yeah, on past performances and what he's been able to do so far. But I think he really met a real challenge here for the first time. Um, take nothing away from Harrison. Or, or whoever you fought last sort of a deal. But, I mean, reality of it is, I just, I just, you know, he, he this time he had to work for this victory. Um, yeah. And, and he was a game fighter. Aggressive, aggressive in his, aggressive in his approach and aggressive in his defense as well. Like his offense and defense, Mendoza, I'm talking about, you know, he really tried to, 
to to kind of match him for whatever he was. But like you said, I think by the eighth round, the gas tank was starting to run out on him, right? I mean, you could. And he was rocking yeah. seven of those triple uppercuts he got. He was yeah. change the whole fight. But he is one tough mother man. Yeah, yeah, he was a seven to one underdog. I mean, by all means, he shouldn't even last that long, and he did. He came game to fight and held his own, put on a good fight for the fans. But yeah, Tim Zeus just. I don't know the level of the Mendoza, but it was a good fight. We know you usually see that big of a difference. It doesn't usually turn out like this, but in this case, it did. So yeah, good no, fight for I, both guys. I have no issues with that fight at all. In fact, I found that fight to be very refreshing after the day of boxing that I endured. That was um, good. You know, it was good. I liked it. Congratulations to Tim Zoo. All right, brother man, that ends that round. So speaking of that, let's stay at 154. So we're is starting to emerge that Charlo might be Mel Jamel might be mm -hmm. done with 154 if he can't get the fights that he wants for the purses that he wants. Uh, let's dig into this, man. I think it's kind of interesting. Um, so basically, Charlo, he I haven't heard anything from him per se. These are just people around him talking, I believe. But mm -hmm. I think if he can't get the Bud fight, because after the payday that he got, he doesn't want anything less now. Yeah, can't blame the guy. No, I can't blame the guy, right? And no disrespect to Tim Zhu. Like, I was going to ask you, but the round ended. Where does Tim go from here now? Like, what's well, the thing is, here's the thing. If Tim fights Charlo, Charlo's bag won't be as big fighting Tim Zhu. Tim Zhu's a great fighter, but he's not a big name. Big and, name is Tim Crawford. That's and that's the thing. And that's the thing, right? That's why he would probably step away. But where does he go? Like, where are the big fights are there for him? I mean, Bud is probably the biggest fight that he can get. Look, man, Charlo didn't show himself well, in my opinion. I don't think he deserves to fight Bud. He just no. got his butt kicked by Canelo. Why does he deserve to fight Bud right away? Because he's got the three belts, I guess. That would be yeah. what, what is. What well, is would that be the only thing? And the only way that match would happen is if Bud would just sign on. But Bud doesn't even want to fight him anymore. Out of that performance in Canelo, I don't think he, I think he has to have a maybe fight a Tim Zoo. And then if you win that, then you can have a, a Bud Crawford of a bigger name. But at the end of the day, he looked terrible well, against Canelo. Jermel has to rebuild his stock. Exactly. Yeah. In my opinion, what he did against Canelo was horrible. Mm -hmm. Just horrible. Like he stayed, like once he found it, once he felt the power of Canelo, that dude realized I'm just here for the bad. Yeah. Right. He didn't want to be a meme. He didn't want to get knocked out. He didn't want to get put down. Right. Yeah. You yeah. I know think he's... About that. Like from that perspective, I bet a lot of these guys think of it that way. Like, oh shit, if I get knocked out, I'm going to become a meme. Yeah, meme ends up bruising their ego, and but yeah, I know he was only wants the big paydays, and I don't blame him for getting that. But he needs to have a couple of fights first, show everybody that he's worth buying the pay per view. He's worth spending all the money to travel to see him because what he showed against Canelo, I don't know if he's worth that much to he's not. invest that much in it. So he needs to fight a few guys, fight Tim Zoo. And then beat him, and then you know, then he can fight Bud or something the, like that. The fight for him is Tim Zoo because Tim's be chasing him, and Tim's been doing everything he's supposed Tim to. Tim wants do. those belts, right? And obviously, he wants those belts. Of course, he. And he and, and um, Charlo would have a better time, a better chance against Zoo than Canelo. Canelo is a lot quicker, a lot more skilled than Tim Zoo. Tim Zoo is a lot slower, so this would be a more evenly matchup. I still favor Tim Zoo because he hits hard, but Charlo will look better and fare better against Zoo because Tim Zoo is pretty slow. It's hard. Look, ultimately, I don't we'll think see. Charlo is in any position to look for big fights at this moment. Like you said, he has to go back and have a couple smaller fights to rebuild his stock. Right now, nobody wants to touch him. Not not at the butt in um, Canelo level, no. No, nobody wants to touch that guy now, right? Like, I mean, he basically embarrassed, like, with all due respect. If he would have fought harder and would have put out a little more effort, we wouldn't be saying yeah. that, but he didn't. And he yeah, didn't. he didn't look good. 
right? Like, I mean, in real time, it was a different fight. But when you actually go back and get to see it for what it is, he didn't look good at all, brother. No, no, he, he didn't work. Not look good. All right, end of the round. Um, all right, round number three, man. I think this is probably going to be our boxing match of the night. Um, the misfit card. I don't even think one round's enough, man. But let's go. Yeah. Overall, shit. I'm going to say it straight up. Um, I, I just think the whole thing was a letdown overall. I, I watched the whole thing. Um, to be fair, the tag team fight that they had, which was a really interesting concept, was my favorite thing of the night. The, two, the two main fights of the night let me down horribly. Uh, Dylan Dennis is just a complete joke. Again, yeah, another example of a guy who didn't want to be a meme. Um, I don't think anything was resolved there. I'm taking nothing away from Logan Paul, but it was just target practice. He really didn't have anything. Oh, to he's do playing with him, right? He was just playing with him, right? I mean, there was not much there at all. Um, the other fight, KSI, like you know what I thought about when I watched KSI fight when he came out there and he's doing all this stuff, reminding mm -hmm. me of the Grinch, Jim Carrey's Grinch when he was dancing in his cave. Yeah, he's trying to entertain, but I know what you mean, though. I hear what you're saying. Right. Um, Tommy, I'm not... Look, man, even his own brother was saying the guy's a novice. His dad even said, look, the kid's just a novice. He's, you know, whatever. Right? Like, no one... I, I think he... Look, he won, to be fair. I think he won. I mean, I think at the end of the day, KSI just loves to hug. Yeah, well, yeah. The, that main event wasn't a great main event. The Logan Paul, Logan was trying to fight. He was running. Logan, he was throwing. Logan this guy was, was running. Dennis... Dillian knew. Dillian knew he got a few punches. Oh, crap. Logan Paul hits hard. Here's the thing about that. It wasn't the most entertaining card, but here's the thing why this was successful. 1.3 million pay-per-view buys says it all. Now, it was only $20 a buy. So if you keep that in mind, but 1.3 million people bought this card. And that's a win. That's a win for Logan Paul. KSI, Tommy Fury. It brings eyeballs to the sport. Was the fights great? No. The, the, the main event was a joke. Right, but, here's but how many pay per views have we watched of the supposed real boxers and they've been bad fights too? Yeah. But this pay per view here is the biggest one of the year so far. No, no, and I get that, I get so all of that. But here's the other problem: I don't think they'll ever do those numbers again because a lot of people left with. Oh, well, Logan! No, dude, Logan is Logan and KSI have such a big following. It won't, you won't see Tommy Fury and you won't see this Dylan Dennis guy again. But Jake Paul's fighting on December fifteenth on the Zone. Now, he's not a big a draw as his brother Logan is, right? But uh, 1.3 million. I was shocked when I seen that. That's more than the Canelo fight did. Yeah, I know. But so you're people, also dealing are, with the whole different generation of kids and everything. I get what you're saying. Don't get me wrong, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm people not are, people are trashing him. But I will agree. That main event was not a good fight. Boring. The Logan Paul fight would have been good if Dylan would have fought back. But he didn't fight him back. Six running that clown move the at the end, doing MMA Dylan. choking. Dylan went into this fight with no trainer. He had no corner. He had no boxing coach. Like, what did he train for? He just he was just doing the stuff with his girl, building up hype, smack talking. He made a big bag of money. That's all he cares about. But yeah, the, the Fury KSI fight, that wasn't a good fight. Logan Paul tried. What can you do? He was running, hiding. But 1.3 million pay-per-view buys. Good on you, Logan and KSI, because that's huge. Yeah, no, I wasn't a fan of it at all, brother. I'll be honest. I gave it a fair shot, to be fair, okay? Yeah, that's fine. And I'm not so, complaining. At the end of the day, though, how many regular supposed real bars would be watched in bad no, shows? No, no, I get it. But it's it's like music, right? I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift. I'm not a fan of a lot of these super, super mega stars. They have their following. And you mm -hmm. know what? They're doing something for people who like their stuff. I'm not going to. No, I can see it. if this only got like 50,000 pay-per-views, and I would say shut this down. But 1.3 million people 
are going to spend their money to watch it. They got something going and keep it going and good for them. Garcia hated it. Ryan Garcia hated it. Like, I mean, there's a lot of boxers. Like, he just thought, like, it was like, what did he say? He said something along the lines like, the zone, don't put this shit on the network anymore. But, but why wouldn't they? More people are buying this than everybody else's pay per view. So they're going to keep putting it on when 1.3 million people buy this pay per view. It's a win. No, I get it, man. I'm not shitting on it from that perspective. I get it. 100, 1.3 million. Wasn't the most exciting night of fights? Absolutely not. But no. But again, Logan Logan's going to fight again and he'll yeah. keep going. Well, I don't know. He said he's not. He's going to focus on WWE now. So let's see. He'll fight again. It's uh, eventually, all, about money, man. It's all right. about the money. Let's see what they do, brother. All right. Round number four. PBC is looking for a brand new home. Let's get this one started. Sad day for boxing, if you think about it, man. HBO left the game. Now Showtime's leaving the game. Word has it that Al Heyman and PBC are negotiating with the zone. Who are yeah, the zone, Amazon, NBC. Yeah, I think the best fit would be NBC. But NBC streaming though. Yeah, but they got Peacock. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna want I don't know if they're gonna want that there with WWE either, but I don't it's know sad they didn't want years, boxing. But, but at the end of the day, it's about the money, man. And they wanted too much money and they told them we're done with it. They didn't want to put all their money. It sucks for the employees. Well, everybody at Showtime, the PBC boxing lost their jobs from Showtime, right? But like I think they might go to Amazon, who knows where they go, but they'll be fine. They'll they've had some great fights and they got a successful roster. They'll be just fine. It's sad that they're off showtime. They'll be, we'll watch them on Amazon. No, no, I'll, I'll follow. I'll, we'll follow them where they go. Obviously, I just think it's sad. It's just another hit. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, watching fights on HBO was very special. Uh, yeah, you know, but the networks don't want to put money in this, a bunch of money in some of the stuff. It was not getting a big return. So they cut their losses. I'm not saying they were losing money, but they weren't making. Obviously, it wasn't as profitable as they thought. Or this what's going to be going on. Well, fair enough, man. But I mean, I'm curious to see where they go with it all. Like, I mean, they gotta find a new home for January, or otherwise, what are they gonna they do? Will. They'll be on a streaming platform. I don't know how it would work though, because you're kind of shutting yourself off to a lot of public. Then, like, That's I'm, the way of the world, dude. Everything is going streaming now, right? Like, you're gonna lose more viewers if you, in my opinion, anyways. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. I mean, I'm just kind of guessing off the top of my head. You go to Amazon Prime. Does everyone have an Amazon Prime subscription? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how does that work? Like, here's the thing I don't like about some of these streaming services. Now, here in Vancouver, I'm really trying to get behind the Whitecaps. Mm -hmm. But how can I when they won't put the games on TV anymore? You have to have an Apple subscription. Yeah, I think they only had like 10 or 12 on TSN, most of them on Apple. Right. That's what I'm saying. Everything everything is going to go streaming. You're going to be able to pick what you want to watch. So if you want to watch a Showtime pay-per-view, you want Amazon. You get the this is what the zone does. You get to watch their boxing fights. They used to, and then you get used to get the Canelo fights for free. Now you got to have the subscription and buy the pay per view to get the. I'm fights. surprised that WWE yeah. hasn't done that with Mania. Yeah, I'm yeah, I don't know. I'm really surprised. Like they, I hope they don't. But I mean, at the end of the day, like think about it. I mean, you would think they would do that with Mania. You think so? Even for 20, 30 bucks, you know. What right? I mean? But yeah, no, it just it just sucks. It really sucks. It's like how it does, it's yeah. people, a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of 50, 60 employees lost their jobs, yeah. but they'll bounce back. They'll go to streaming. It sucks. End of an era, 37 years they were there, right? Since 1986. It's too bad. But Heyman's smart. They got some smart people in place, great boxers, great talent. They'll bounce yeah. back on Amazon or Peacock or wherever they go, they'll be fine. Yeah, fair enough. All right, brother man. That's the end of that round. Um I tell you what, man, I think that's basically everything we kind of got for today. Do you have something uh, on this day in boxing history? 
or yeah, this I got boxing history. Two, two, this is new new series now, two piece. I got the boxing history, and then we got Canadian boxing history, which I'm going to bring every time now. I'll okay, start cool. off with this week in boxing history. Yeah, one of my all time favorite fighters, top ten, Triple G. So only. <laughs> He beat David Lemieux, who's a fellow Canadian. I always cheer for. So the only time I never cheered for David Lemieux was he fought Triple G eight years ago. This week, Triple G KOs on the Unify, the 160 titles. David Lemieux doesn't get enough respect as a top Canadian fighter. He's been there with lots of great fighters. Triple G, Canelo, he's been there with them all. So great fighter. But yeah, this David week. David Benavidez. David Benavidez. Yeah, this week, um, Triple G knocks him out, unifies the 160 titles eight years ago today. Now, in Canadian boxing history, we are going to list the only three Canadian boxers that have ever won gold medals in the Olympics ever. 1920, Bert, Sch Bert Schneider. 1932, what a name, Lefty Gwynn. Lefty. And in 1988, our most famous Canadian boxer, Lennox Lewis, takes home gold. So three, three, three guys only have ever won gold medals in boxing. Bert, Lefty, Lennox. That is Canadian boxing history this week. Wow, crazy, crazy. So let me ask you about Lennox now that we're talking about it. He wins the gold in 88, mm -hmm. but then all of a sudden he becomes British. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing there, man. I know. Wins it with Canada, then all of a sudden I'm British. I don't know. But and, and all I of a sudden, because he went as a Canadian, but I know what you're saying. And all of a sudden he had a British accent. I never considered him really a Canadian boxer. Like I would like David Lemieux or guys like that or Cody, but I mean, because he kind of went from Canadian citizen, then he's a British guy after. The man on your shirt represented Canada, didn't he? Well, not necessarily at the Olympics, but he fought under the Canadian he's, flag. Yeah, yeah, he's born in Italy and did most of his fighting in Montreal. Right. We still consider him a Canadian um, tough guy. Yeah. He and lost better, a lot of his big fights, though. Yeah. Better be, uh, better be, he also fights under the Canadian flag now, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, he's fighting over that January. That's a fight I'd actually like to see. Yeah, yeah no, he's in a, Montreal. Um, Cody Crawley is calling out Mario Barrios, man. I think that's a pretty decent fight. That'd be a good fight, yeah. That'd be a great fight. It's just sad that because Cody's the number one contender, he should be fighting for the title. Yeah, but this guy's what? got the interim title, right? Or he's got the Yeah, I know, title. but I mean, I want to see him against, you know, he should be fighting Bud Crawford for that one. They should, that. they should, but they got to, like I said. Bud, yeah, that's another thing. We got Bud and um, Earl Spence come up in February. It's February now. They say February. Okay, okay. And they're saying Tyson Fury and... Um, you said we know it's a done deal for sure. They're saying December 23rd, man, it's going down. What a Christmas present that'll be. I think this is going to be a good fight, but I think Eddie Hearns is trying to put something else on in Saudi Arabia on the 23rd. I believe it's Connor Ben and uh, Eubank he's trying to do. Go ahead. Yeah. They'll crush them, dude. Nobody's going to care about I'm, that fight. I'm not saying nothing against no, it. If Eddie Hearns is smart, which he is, you don't mess with Fury Usyk. Stay away from that. They. Everybody that likes boxing and the casuals are going to watch Fury and Usyk. Don't even try to put on a secondary fight because nobody's going to watch it, dude. No, dude. I know USC does that, but don't do that in boxing. It just doesn't make sense. Did you see the promo that they made for Nagano Fury? Yeah. The one where he's playing pool or something and Nagano's hitting the heavy bag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one thing, of the yeah. best promos I've ever Amazing. seen. Amazing, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a fun fight. That fight's coming up. We're only, what, 11 days away from that fight. Yeah, we're, that's the next big one coming up now is that one. And then yeah. after that, we we have, I guess. And we, I hear they got big entries. Terry's got a big entrance planned. I don't know what it's going to be, but, you know, they're making, they're going to do it big. And I just hope it goes a few rounds, and I think it will. I think it's, it's going to go about eight. eight. It's going to go at least seven. Sorry, 10 rounds. It's probably going to go. Six to seven. Now, if Nagano stings him a little bit, Fury's more inclined to finish this up. 
we'll Look, see I, I think basically the only chance Nagano has, we'll go into more detail about this, but very, mm -hmm. very quickly, Nagano is going to come out like a bat out of hell and try to get his licks in as fast as he can yeah. and try to finish him as fast as he can. The longer it goes, the more it favors Tyson. And no matter what, Fury's going to win. But if yeah, he, yeah, says yeah. he does lose, the fight with Usyk is still on. No matter what, December 23rd, it's going down. They said that's going the down? they're not going to delay it to January, like it's set in stone. Okay. I told everybody on the show, he's like, he's, Fury's not ducking me. He's like, the guy's half of his size. I said, everybody, let him fight Nagano. Like he's like, he brought him in the ring and said, I'm going to fight you. He brought Music to the ring. I'm going to fight you. The guy knows what he's doing. He's just building hype. Anybody that thought he was scared of Music or ducking Music is, is fooling themselves. You're not scared of a guy that's up to your chest. Now, Music could still maybe win, but Fury is not scared of him. That's what I'm saying to everybody. No, no I'm not disagreeing Crazy with Crazy to think that he would be. Well, I think if anything, after what he saw Dubois do to him, I mean, that definitely is a crap on his body, dude. To be honest, I think that probably made it easy for him to decide, okay, I can kick this little guy's ass. I don't think he ever doubted it before, but seeing that all it takes is one body shot. Yeah. Well, if he's going to attack the body and hit it hard. So I, I know you think we'll train his core up and, and strengthen it up, hopefully. I don't think there's enough he can do, man, in that time. Probably not. He's been for a long night. Crazy, crazy. All right, brother man, why don't we wrap it up here? Let the weekend start. Everybody, please have a great weekend. Please be safe. Um, like we said, there's not really much going on in the world of boxing or wrestling or anything. Really, I guess the big thing this week would be the UFC. And UFC is big one, yeah. That's a big card. We don't really touch on it very much, but very quick. I'd love to hear your predictions on Islam and Volk part two, man. I think Volk's going to get it done this time. Yeah, it's a tough fight. I think so, too. It should be a good card. He almost it. had him, man, the first time. And I think this time, now that he knows what he's dealing with, he's felt him, he's felt his power. I think Volk is that one guy, man. He's going to finish him this time. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. This is a stock card in UFC. All their events are always fun. That co the best that, fight the best. That, I'm really looking forward to that co-main event. Uh Kamaru Usman moving up to 185 to take on uh Chimaev, man. Yeah, that probably gets who would have thought Sean Strickland day? What's that? Who would have thought the winner of that gets Sean Strickland? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have got a lot of big fights coming up here, man. Yeah, yeah. But this card's oh. pretty cool, man. Seeing this card stacked, yeah. He looks huge too. Oh, yeah, this is going to be good, man. It's a good, solid card. Dana White knows how to put out good fights. He go. is, I would say, like, he's the best matchmaker at in combat sports. He always gives you the best fights he wants. It's easier to make fights in the UFC than boxing, but he's probably the best matchmaker right now. And you know what I love about him? Outside of Khabib, every card that they do out of Saudi Arabia is still geared towards us here in, in, the, in, in North America. Mm-hmm. So those guys are going to be fighting in the middle of the night in order for us to have it in our prime time. That's what I like about Dana. He doesn't, he doesn't mess around. He knows, right? In a way, he's an alpha male. He knows what he likes. He says it how it is. Pisses some people off, but he puts on a great product. And what can you say about the guy? He knows what he's doing. Outside of slapping his wife in January, I mean, I have no complaints with the guy. No, no. He's, he's a heck of a matchmaker. He gets the fights yeah. that people want to see. Absolutely. All right, yeah. man. My name is Bobby Sampson. His name is Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And in the words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Samp and Chance. Everyone, please, please be safe. Have a great weekend. And uh, come back and visit us on Tuesday. Samp and Chance out. <laughs>
Have a great night. 